0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of hot fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we're about to go off a minute 55, which begins with Andy Wainwright hoping to talk to the last people who saw George Merchant alive. And ends with Frank telling Angel that he does, in fact, have a church fate to look after. (laughs) And uh, we have Ali Coluccio back one last time. Welcome back.
0: Woohoo! Thank you for having me.
1: Of course, of course. So, uh, this is, this is kind of an infinite minute in, uh, in Hot Fuzz. This is, this, this has... Infamous. Infamous. Would I say (laughs) infinite? Infinite. Infinite? Infinite. Well, I wish it was infinite. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I wish it was just a loop. Uh, but, uh, infamous minute, the, the, uh, uh... Um uh, just that that gif of the back and forth in and <laughs> out of frame gif so of the Andes. It's so good. I it is it is Edgar Wright's the favorite shot, the the best shot he says he's ever gotten was oh, yeah. this shot. Yes. This is his favorite shot of all time <laughs> that he's ever shot. Um And you can see why. And I just, again, it is my favorite thing that Edgar Wright does. And the thing that's funny is, like, I my understanding is that Edgar Wright had nothing to do with this. Like, he was just shooting it over the shoulder and expected them to go off out of frame. And he was not expecting, <laughs> he was not expecting Wainwright to come back into frame. <laughs> um,
2: so it was an improv by Patty Constantine.
1: Yes, it was an improv by Patty Constantine. And... Uh, but it's great because it's so not only is it funny, but it works within the canon of, of like in the language of cinema that Edgar Wright uses, because one of yes. the things that we talk about all the time is how he uses the camera to tell jokes
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's like it's not just about we don't just use the camera to, to, to like give you what you see. It's also what you're not seeing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's yeah. how a lot of his jokes are are played.
2: Yeah, it's sort of like, I I I remember watching this Buster Keaton video on YouTube a few weeks ago, and there are like these kinds of jokes that are only, they only work because it's a movie. Yes. It's like, you know, like that hiding under that barrel wouldn't work in real life, but because of what the camera can see, it works. Yes. It's like what, what Wainwright does makes no sense in the world. Right. But in the movie, it's a, it's a joke in the movie. It's a joke only for a movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, And it's so good. It's so good. It gets a huge laugh every time I've seen this in theaters.
0: <laughs> it's it was so even uh, translated good. into Lego form.
1: That's true. It was translated into Lego form.
0: And really, there is no finer way to commemorate a piece of art than turning it into Lego.
1: That's true.
2: Very true. And I don't want to undersell Rafe Spall, who does a really great like mean mug. But but my
1: favorite thing about about uh, about Spall is that as. As they're fading out to the side, when when Patty Konsensin comes back into frame, you can see Raphael Spall break. Oh, great. Yeah. In the background. You can see him like <laughs> holding back like a just a burst of laughter. Um and it's so good. Um <laughs> you can see his he's just like, Oh thank god, I'm out of frame he's because going. that's so funny. He's going he was not expecting him to come back into frame like that. Um, but it's uh, it's it is it is excellent and you can really see like his chemistry with patty constantine's chemistry with these two in this i think in this scene alone in the whole movie but especially in this scene and the i know (laughs) bit like that is that is why he plays the third musketeer in the world's end you know it's it's that it, it is that level of of chemistry that they have
2: and I've I've mentioned I think I brought this up the last time that we had a really Andy centric minute, but in most other movies you hate these guys, right? They're like, oh, yeah. I can't wait till they get a pie thrown on them or they get murdered or something. <laughs> like, in the Bad Boys universe, it would be like oh both, yeah. But yeah. because it's these two characters and these two performers, you just you you forget that you're supposed to not like them, right? Because they do
0: things like this.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're so funny.
0: And I think it's um and. I think you guys mentioned this in like a previous episode. Like they're like kids. They're like children. Yeah. And this just is a, ve- and I think that kind of is what makes them endearing because they're just so juvenile, that it's, you can't not like them.
1: Right. Nicholas asswipe. And then, and then, <laughs> Nicholas As- and then Cart- Cartwright just laughs and he just snorts in the background <laughs> at, at the phrase asswipe. <laughs>
2: And Danny's like, hey, that's us. Yeah, "Yeah, that's that's the best.
0: It's just, hey, that's us. And it's what, and it's he calls him Fanny instead of Danny too. Yeah, also,
2: yeah, which is hilarious. Fanny, Fanny
1: Fanny Butterbottom or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that's
2: us. Yeah, that's us. You get the feeling that maybe the Andys and Danny, the Andys and Danny, have had this dynamic since like primary school. Probably, like them bullying him. Him kind of not really being aware of it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, he—they're—they're—they're they're, they're trying to to prove that, like, they're just saying, like, you know, they're—they're they're accidents. Accidents happen. They happen here all the time.
2: Quit making us think about stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And, uh, I- and that's really what this is, right? Is it's just like them yeah. being very aggressive about like, jaw stop, stop. Everything's it. fine. Everything's fine. Yeah.
2: Don't ruin this for us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It very much yeah. is that.
2: Um, Cause like, I think for every member of the Stanford police department, I don't think like, I think they've reached their idealized life right? yes. and or they they haven't, they've been incubated. They've been kept mm-hmm. so like well, they, uh, coddled.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like they think where, like, they think this is the idealized version of what they have. Like it's not like they don't because of like the bubble of the town that they're in. It's the I village think- of the year. Yeah, they they just—it's the village of the year. You're a police detective in the village of the year, <laughs> right? You hit the lottery, dude. Just yeah, came so back amazing. like we are. Uh,
1: um, yeah, and then there's that great bit where he was like, the victims knew each other, like everyone knows everyone around here, like, and you know, to a certain extent, they kind of do have a point at yeah. that at, with that mm-hmm. with that particular yeah. thing. They do kind of have a point. It's, uh, it's, I
0: feel yeah. like that's one of the. I was like, no, that's that's. That's one of the, that is the thing that has made the most sense that they've actually said. Yeah, it's like you
2: can, you see Nicholas's struggle with it. You can see his point, but he just hasn't been able to verbalize it in a way that works for the Andes. They're always able to counter his theories with like a reason for them to stay in the dark. Yeah, for sure.
1: I, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, I I just, I love, I love their, I love those characters. I just think they're, they're so funny and so good. Um, but then we get to, uh, we get to Tom Weaver's office.
2: Yeah. Him, uh, remixing.
1: Yeah. Back, back to check out the cameras. Um, he only has the edge of the explosion, but then reveals that, uh, he did find a shot of the swan, which then everybody laughs at and makes fun of him about because <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, that's there. There is your culprit. Which the swan also, did it.
2: Also feels like a very honest office moment. Yeah. Yeah. Of everyone sharing in on an inside joke that kind of like pokes fun at someone else. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like it's back. Uh, They did do another editing move though, where they cut, they cut two bits together that didn't have anything to do with each other. Tell us about it. Um, So uh, in, in the, the station originally, we do have the introduction the same way, a bit of a blind spot um yada yada and then weaver says one thing did catch my eye though and angel says what's that uh and then you show uh he says uh you sticking it to to these herberts and then weaver shows a a replay of uh uh the drunken hoodie fight and whoops with delight where where (laughs) where angel is like Fighting with I guess the, the hoodie kids or like getting the oh, the yeah. hoodie kids like together. Got it. Yeah, yeah, um so so he was like he was like showing him footage of that and was like uh, he was like, Yeah, you sticking it to those, you know? And so he was like, excited about that, and then Angel said, This is irrelevant. And Weaver says, I beg to differ. It's the closest we've come to nabbing the bastards. And Angel says, Mr. Weaver, let's concentrate. And then Weaver pauses the tape on a blurred shot of the blonde of of the blonde kid um and uh weaver says did you get a good look at this little mischief what did he angel says forget that just keep just keep looking for anything out of the ordinary in the immediate area of mr merchant's resident make a note of any car registration spot in the vicinity in particular look out for a red mg license ss1 and then frank says nicholas angel says yes sir and he's like can i have a moment?" And they step out into the corridor, and Frank says, You've got to ease off on the Skinner allegations. He's the manager of the local supermarket. And Angel says, With respect, sir. And Frank says, Listen, you are an exceptional officer, truly exceptional, but. You do have to let the Andes do their job. If there's anything amiss, we'll hear soon enough. Until then, we have to regard these incidents as accidents. Angel says, yes, sir. Frank says, good boy. And then as they, uh, they walk back in, um, Weaver says, uh, Sergeant Angel, I think I found what you're looking for. And then, then that's where the footage of the swan shows up.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I like that cut.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good- they cut all of that out.
0: And I think they filmed it because I feel like I've seen that in like extras footage. Yeah. I feel yeah, this, like I've, yeah, the, I've seen that scene.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of new information. No, that no cut. it's just kind of we've no. already seen frank butterman chastise nicholas tell him to ease off calm down yeah i do i mean i'm always a fan of bringing up he's the manager of the local supermarket right
1: we we, we deleted that entire thread out of the movie that's um but uh, where where every time he accuses skinner of anything anyone o- they only respond with he's the manager of the local supermarket <laughs> that's their that's their defense of him um but yeah, they, I think they pulled it all out because they were like, oh, he seems guilty enough because he's Timothy Dalton. We don't need <laughs> to like really hammer her that home. Literally
2: slow drove, was top down past Nicholas playing like a pun song about the murder. Right. Looking, making direct eye contact. Right. A little salute.
1: They're like, that's enough. We don't actually need any more than that.
2: That's about as about as thick as we want to get.
1: Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then they say, uh, don't you have a church fate that you should be looking for or looking after? And, uh, church fates are, uh, basically, uh, like, uh, uh fundraisers for churches. Mm-hmm. It's like a church carnival. Okay. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and the church does it so that, you know, all the money is raised yeah. for the church. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly a British thing. Mostly.
2: Got it. Yeah. yeah. I was unfamiliar yeah. with the
0: phrase. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's, uh, I think the way they say it, it sounds like that, but it's, it's, it's fete from French to F-E-T-E. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, growing up Italian and Catholic, uh, we yes. used to call them festas. Um, yes. and like St. Yes. Anne's would have like the big festa and that's when you'd go get Zeppelin and it was delicious. And it was, it was yeah. like a little like mini carnival right. and all the proceeds would go to the church because the church had to no Right.
1: Money. Yeah. It was just like an excuse to eat like carnival fair food yeah uh uh for for a good cause so like less guilt i guess i don't know um but uh it was uh yeah yeah that's basically what it is Uh, and and it is it is i think like mostly a catholic thing because you know Mm. catholicism kind of big in england
2: sure history
1: (laughs) history (laughs) king james
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh not to go Back to the Andes, but just once I just want to honor about 32 seconds into the 34 seconds into the movie, we get uh Andy Cartwright in the back. He just looks like such like a fucking 80s. It's like his leather jacket sleeves are kind of rolled up, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, yeah, he just looks great. He just he, looks like such he does a look
1: great. One. Well, I, I, I love his whole 80s look. It's actually not dissimilar, not dissimilar at all to in another world. He is this guy, he looks like Jake Peralta.
0: Oh my yeah. god, yes. Yeah. Oh my God!
2: Yes. With yeah. like, yeah, the leather jacket kind of downplaying <laughs> the dress shirt, right,
1: and the tie and the tie. And the tie. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. He even kind of has like a Jake Peralta stance.
1: He does. That he yeah. does. yeah. No, he's absolutely in another world. The Andes are Jake Peralta and uh, what is his name? The the buddy Charles. Oh, Charles. Charles. Yes, mm-hmm. Charles. Yeah. Into it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. I'm surprised.
2: I'm surprised, not... I'm surprised Nine, <laughs> Brooklyn 9 Nine doesn't come up more in the show.
1: That's. True, uh, very different vibe.
2: Very different versions. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but it is like that. Andy became a cop because of Die Hard.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Well, and,
0: yeah. and,
1: and and not only that, but like it's it's uh, a village police department, small village police mm-hmm. department, versus like literally the ninety ninth pre- <laughs> precinct in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. So you know,
2: it's it's fun. It's a fun connection.
1: Yeah. But uh, it it is very much like the opposite. Um, it Has more in common with his London scenes, I right. would say. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, and then and then Nicholas kind of spazzes out. He loses he loses his cool at the mention of the church. Fiat, Yes. Fate. 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, absolutely. And then we get a shot of uh, the church, the bad, infamous church. Bad stuff's coming. Bad stuff's a coming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bad stuff is a coming.
2: Bad stuff is coming from the swan, and, and, and not, not not for nothing, but the the, the return of the swan.
0: Oh, mm. that is true. I love the swan. Right. I love a good. Re- I love a good recurring gag, and, and yeah. the swan is just perfection in this movie.
2: Yeah, because he does. He does look like kind of Jesus Mining minding. he's ambling kind of very slowly, <laughs> Yeah. Peacefully. I just like how safe he is. This yeah. movie. <laughs> he's all right. <laughs> he's just doing yeah. Yeah, man. I risk Still not to bring year. him back to the. Yeah, it's a village of the year. That goose gotta got about? it made. Not to bring up the Aristocats again, but the Aristocats <laughs> is a very, very three very great goose characters. Oh, geese characters. Geese, not swans. Geese, swan. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Waldo was a goose. I think all three of them are. Yeah, geese. Mm. Geese.
1: Okay. Yeah, because ugly, ugly duckling. Turns those into were a ducks, swan. not ge- those geese. Are ducks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: Swan princess turns into a swan. Yeah.
0: Oh wait, okay. no. The Ugly Duckling is actually a swan. That's why it's ugly.
1: Right, but it was, but it's, but it's with ducks, not geese. Yes,
0: it was
2: it raised. Yeah. It was raised by. It ducks. was raised to believe that the beauty standard of ducks was the norm. Right, and because it looked different, it was ugly. But really, it was just a different kind of creature. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Beauty's in the high in the eye of the species. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so so, Ali. What are your overall thoughts on uh, Hot Fuzz as a film? Where does it rank in the Cornetto trilogy for you?
0: I think Hot Fuzz is my favorite. Okay, mm-hmm. I do. I think it's I think it's the best one, um, or the one that is my favorite. And I really want it to be Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. uh, because I just I love that movie too, and it was like you know it's the first one that I saw, um, and I love zombie movies more than typically I like cop movies. Um sure. mm. uh, but I don't And like they both do that thing where they, you know, they're making a, a comedy movie out of a a genre and it's it's made with love and it subverts those tropes in like fun ways. Um but I don't know, like there's something about Hot Fuzz that I think just hits the notes better. And I would argue that if you like I don't uh, know if, it's if
2: you like horror. i oh, sorry. Go on.
0: Uh, and I don't know if it's because it's the second go around that he's had at this, that he can kind of like tighten it up. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and it's, it's a lot of, you know, the same company. So like, um, I don't know if it's that like, okay, so we did this first one. And now the second one is just like tighter and more on. Um, but I just, I just think this one resonates in, in a, in a much better way than, than Shaun of the Dead does. And yeah. also, I I haven't seen uh, World's End since I saw it in the theater, and I oh, really wow. and I and I know I really need to watch that again.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're really excited to cover that one. That's our favorite.
2: I wonder if if you like horror movies. If like horror mm-hmm. is like your kind of go to genre. If. You end up liking Hot Fuzz more because I think it's even more of a horror movie than an action movie.
0: Yeah, it kind of is. And I I think I always forget about how much Hot Fuzz is like The Wicker Man. Yeah. And I always remember how much Hot Fuzz is like a buddy cop comedy. Right. Slash romance. A buddy cop romance. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it kind of plays into horror more than even Shaun of the Dead, I would say, because I don't know yeah. for some reason zo- zombies aren't scary to me. So I sometimes forget that zomb- you know, zombie and horror. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, there are so many shots of Hot Fuzz that remind us of like Scream or The Wicker Man yeah. or slasher movies.
0: Like, mm-hmm. and the and the death scenes are like really gruesome. Yeah, and, mm-hmm, and the, for and sure. I, and I know that, like, there's that juxtaposition of kind of having to make them super gruesome. So it's like, no, this is not an accident or normal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, true. Um, this is very
0: deliberate. This is, yes, yes. Um And so there is that. And there's, you know, also that, like, you know, it's, oh, look at the cute pastoral sound with, like, something, like, creepy and sinister underneath it. So, yeah, maybe that is it. Because there is a lot of horror that comes through in this movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: But I also love romantic comedies, which could mm. be why I like both this movie and Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> Shaun of yeah. the Dead is more of like an apocalypse movie.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. end of the world movie. Well, yeah. most,
0: and most zombie movies are. They're more true, about true, true. the apocalypse and what happens, you know, and, the yeah. you know, well, but, the, you like, know, look the whole how scary pre-
2: these zombies are. Right. Yeah.
0: The zombies right. aren't the monsters. It's the people.
2: Um, the real walking dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think I do appreciate that they're both romantic comedies, though. If anything, yeah. I think that's that is the one thing that's like I, I think that's the one miss in the World's End. There's no love story. There's, there's no, there's like a minor one, mm-hmm. um, very, very minor. Uh, and I guess there is. I, I mean, well, I guess we'll see when we're visiting it. I think that's something that we should keep in our minds. It's like, where's the romantic comedy tropes? Because that is a cornetto. Staple. If we're talking about Shaun yeah. of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, is that so it, it feels so be, different
2: from the other two.
0: Maybe, it maybe. Could be. I'm wondering if we'll that's to, what it is. We'll have to be. There, we'll have
2: to
1: look for it.
0: Because I do remember that one of one of the things that, as I was watching it in the theater, like it didn't feel as it, it didn't warm. have the same kind. Yeah, warm. I was gonna say it didn't. It felt colder um, than a, the other it's two a lot movies. More of,
2: Mm-hmm. It kind of feels to me I haven't seen that movie in a minute, to be honest. Not pun intended. But like it kind of feels more like a like a big chill hangout movie. Yeah. Like it's it's about these this group of people, like the Sandlot, yeah. more than it is like the connection between two characters. You could argue mm-hmm. that it, it it becomes very much about Simon and Nick's character again. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's yeah, it it's it's a, it's it's playing very different tunes mm-hmm. then. It show. is about
1: I mean I guess there is a sense of like a sort of rekindling yeah right. of a of a like oh we we lost each other we used to be like so in love mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we lost each other and now we are like realizing we're coming together as two very different people now mm-hmm. and sort of figuring out like why it didn't work you mm-hmm. know it it mm-hmm. is it's like more of like a like a breakup movie than a yeah, yeah. romantic comedy because
2: they don't end up together
1: spoilers. no they don't they don't Right,
2: it's like before. It's like two ships passing in the night. It's like uh, that really great movie with um, Sarah Paulson and Mark Duplass. I, I was I was
0: right. gonna say it's more like my best friend's wedding, but similar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: it is. Yeah. It is a little bit. You're right. Because you know? yeah, because he's even being super manipulative, like uh, Julie Roberts is.
2: Yeah, yeah, because of promises they made when they were young.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and they, that's and gonna they, be and that's kinda, gonna be something we're gonna use.
0: <laughs> and they kind of have that. I. Oh, it's been a while. It's, it's been a minute. Uh, um, mm-hmm. But they. I feel like they do also have that moment of like, hey, maybe they're going to make this. No, it can't. Like there's like that almost moment right. and then the moment passes.
2: Because you kind of want Julia Roberts to win in that right. movie. Even though you know that she's the villain, you, there's nothing wrong with Cameron Diaz.
0: Right. Right. And,
2: and like you kind of want Gary King to win even though you don't really know if that's possible. Or, or if what, that's even a good idea. What that even looks like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You kind of feel like his enabler. Mm. Yeah. In the movie.
2: Oh, man. Anyway. In the oh, same way that you, you want Julia
0: Roberts to, like, break up this marriage that seems yeah. really healthy. And 500 and, Days like, of Summer is another one. Yeah, like, sure. You, yeah. You, you, you want him to get the girl, but it's like she very clearly does not want to yeah. have that. And you don't,
2: and he doesn't even want the real Summer. He wants no. the version of Summer that's in his head. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. All right. Which well makes his dreams come true. Lots right. of there's a little taste of what next season's gonna look like. <laughs> um, I'll have
0: to go watch World's End. <laughs> oh, man Yeah, watch
2: it and let us know if there's like a, a, a five minute stretch that really spoke to you or interested you and we can we can reserve that spot.
1: Yeah. Yeah for sure.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us again.
0: Oh, Ellie. thank you for having me. I always love talking movies with you guys. It's wonderful. Yeah, so yeah, much fun.
1: Absolutely. Um uh, do you have anything going on, Allie? You need to plug or talk about or what have you?
0: I don't really. I've kind of uh, I've kind of been like Luke Skywalker on the island for a while, hanging out with porgs, um, Drinking away from the internet milk. for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong
1: with that. I wish I could do that.
0: <laughs> so uh, and it's uh, it's been pretty nice. I haven't set fire to any sacred texts yet, but we'll see how that goes.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> the sacred um, text. <laughs> um yeah so uh we will be back uh next week um but uh you should check out our uh, patreon page duelinggenre.com slash support that's where we do all of our bonus content that we put out uh we should be having a captain marvel discussion um in Speaking the not of top too, gun yeah Ooh. true very <laughs> true in the oh. not too distant future we will be doing a, a captain marvel review for our patreon so if you want to hear us talk about that if they play
2: fucking danger there. zone in
0: that movie I have, my I have feelings I, about the cat being <laughs> named Goose and not Chewie. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a problem.
2: Yeah, it
1: is. It is a problem. Um, but God, it's, it's hard to hate the cat cause it's so
0: cute. Oh uh, yeah. No, the cat's <laughs> amazing. I mean, it's the same character. I just feel like yeah. Carol Danvers would never name that cat Goose.
1: Well, maybe this one in this movie would. This Carol
2: likes the fucking military.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: also not convinced <laughs> that
1: goose goose is an alien like it is in the book.
2: A, 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 <gasps> a larkin or a flurkin? A yeah. whatever. Larkin? yeah.
1: Um I'm not I'm not convinced. I'm, I I I think it might just be a cat. Um which is part of the reason why she's naming it goose instead of Chewie, maybe. Maybe mm. she gets another cat at the end of the movie.
2: I don't no, know. but she maybe. she
0: named Chewie before she knew Chewie was a flurkin. Oh,
2: cuz Rocket was like that's a flurkin. Carol's like shut up, it's my cat. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carol thought no. it was a
0: cat. And Rocket's oh. like, no, it's a flurkin. I'm not a raccoon. Stop calling me that, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. Well, I, I don't know. I don't mean to be frotting. That's like the one volume of Captain Marvel that I've read. <laughs> oh, OK, <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. Um, well, in any event, uh, it's Goose now. Um, but uh, we're going to be talking about Goose and scrolls and all Phil kinds of Coulson. stuff. Phil Coulson. Phil <laughs>
2: Coulson. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Nick,
1: Nick yeah.
0: Fury with two eyes
1: yeah samuel
0: nice o
2: jackson he's back everybody
1: <laughs> better <laughs> hold on to your butts uh, <laughs> so anyway uh yeah dot com slash support is where you can find that uh we appreciate it all we ask for is three dollars a month it's a steal less than a dollar a week less mm-hmm. than a dollar a week guys come on it's a lot of content yeah yeah do it come on you get uh scott pilgrim minute as part of that as well
2: it's not even just us even if you're not crazy yeah. about Scott and
1: i I don't know why you're still listening to this yeah, if it's, you're weird. Not. Yeah, it's weird it's weird guys um but uh yeah dually slash support go check that out three dollars a month that's it we appreciate it helps us out tremendously uh and we will be back on monday with minute 56 for the greater good
2: the greater good